Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Focus on Albany. Uh, my guest today is Zach Simpson. And Zach is here to talk about his new position as chair of Kena. So, Zach, you uh, you have quite a background in neighborhood stuff. Kind of give an overview of the things you've done within, let's say, the past year. Oh, well, thank you very much, Cynthia, for having me on your show again. Um, <clears throat> so for your listeners, Cana is the Council of Albany Neighborhood Associations. It is the, uh, it is the umbrella uh, neighborhood association for the entire city of Albany. And uh, so what I've been doing for the last year, I would say, gosh, um, well, I guess maybe go back, we'll go back a couple of years. Um, back in uh, 2018, it was December 2018, I was elected vice president of the Upper Washington Avenue Neighborhood Association. And then following in uh, January of 2019, I um, was elected to the executive committee of the Council of Albany Neighborhood Associations. So okay. I have, so I've been working closely with both my neighborhood association, also working with with Kena for the last couple of years. You know, a little bit over two years now. Um, and also, you know, when the pandemic hit, I created the Uptown Neighborhood Cooperative, which is a five neighborhood wide. A community collaborative group. Um, mm-hmm. So, over the last couple of years, I've been really active with volunteerism. I um, definitely during the pandemic, I was very busy delivering um, protect personal protective equipment to people's doorsteps all throughout the city of Albany and Albany County. Um, mm-hmm. I I led several. Well, we were called we called them pop up cleanups, uh, neighborhood cleanups um, in different mm-hmm. areas of the city, uptown and downtown. Um, I volunteered serving. Um, I actually volunteered recently um, at the uh, Philip Livingston Apartments, and also at the um, the um, oh the big apartment up near my um, Westview Homes with uh, my mm-hmm. friend Taisha, um, actually feeding hundreds of people. So I, I, I stay busy. I stay very, very busy in the community. I see that. So how long have you been the chair of Cana? So I was elected chair of Cana on December, I believe December 3rd. So I've okay. only been chair, well, technically i uh, Callie Stoller was chair until technically the end of December. Um, so mm-hmm. I've been officially the chair for just <laughs> technically a few days. <laughs> but I was elected okay. a month ago. So what was the, what's the name of the fellow who stepped down as chair? So his name is Howie Stoller. And mm-hmm. um, he served as Kana's chair for 20 years. Um, he took over in 2001 when Margie, Margie Skinner, she was the second Kena chair. She served for, I think, five years. But I believe she stepped down because she was going to run for common council, which I believe okay. she did. So Howie uh, took over as Kena chair. Um, 
And in his words, he said that he thought he was going to do it for a year or two, and he did it for 20 years. Wow. Um, but Howie, was, Howie did a lot of great things for Kena. Um, before Howie – well, actually, when Howie became the chair, they still did, like, meeting agendas and meeting minutes the old-fashioned way via snail mail, actually, like, putting the stamps on it and envelopes and oh, mailing it to, like, hundreds of people. So Howie yeah. – um, and I don't know if your listeners uh, saw it. There was a really great article in the Times Union uh, this last weekend um, about Howie. And um, so when he became chair, he was like, boy, this is, a, this is overly burdensome doing all of these, you know, meeting minutes and agendas and getting them out the door. And, and plus, you know, it was expensive to all the postage and everything. So mm-hmm. what Howie did was he created the very first Kena website. And... On that website, he stored all the email communications for the group, and he also stored all the information for the group and all the meeting minutes and the meeting agendas. So he didn't have to send them out to people's mailboxes, which was great. It was it was a big step for Kana. Um, but you know, Howie, you know, for for years he's kept you know great speakers coming in from the city from different neighborhood associations different community organizations talking about real pressing issues that are relevant to all of us the citizens of albany so you know he he's but uh the term limit is 20 years for the chair of Kena, so he came up on 20 years just like Harold Rubin did who was the first Kena chair who actually passed away unfortunately very recently so this term limit Yes, 20 years is the term limit for a can of chair. <laughs> wow. Right. So So if you're if you're involved in Cana, does that mean you can't run for elected office? So in my capacity as the chairman of Cana, um I think if there was an instance where I was going to make a run for office, I would probably step aside and because and, uh, and, I think that's because Cana is a it's a nonpartisan federation of neighborhoods. We don't you know we don't endorse candidates, we don't take political positions. So no, I, I think if that ever did arise, I would have to step aside. Okay, so anybody involved in Cana, if they wanted to be a a council member or a citywide elected official, they would have to step down? Not necessarily. I'm talking about me as the chairman. That's that's my okay. own personal prerogative. I wouldn't I wouldn't do both. Okay. So uh you're gonna follow in Howie's footsteps. What are you gonna do uh, that he did that is beneficial to the city? Well, you know, when, when COVID hit um, back in March, it was Howie's leadership that kept us going. I mean, he snapped into action in April. He, he got the teleconference down, so we actually had the meeting in April. And from May until December, we met virtually through uh, Zoom and also I think through WebEx was another mm-hmm. our go-to meeting. There was a couple of platforms we used. Um, so... Fortunately, as me as the new chair, I am very well versed in the use of Zoom, so that's that's a plus because um, I know how to 
we're on a meeting with a Zoom, and um, you know, so you don't have that piece that you have to learn. So <laughs> that's good. And, and um, you know, Howie's just—he's always been good at finding really good speakers. You know, interesting speakers to come in of all, all different varieties. Um, so I think that's definitely something that I'm going to uh, continue as well. What kind of speakers were there? Um, so. Gosh, so recent ones, uh, we had, we talked about housing justice, and we had a representative from the United, uh, was it United Tenants Association. Mm-hmm. Um, we also had a gentleman, um, I think he was a PhD candidate from University of Albany, talking about the research he's doing about housing justice and the discrimination um, against, you know, people of color. Um, and also, we also did a one on about public health justice. And his name was a- Aaron Mayer. Have you ever heard of Aaron Mayer? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He came and he came and spoke to us. Um, but we, you know, we have uh, Dan McCoy. Um, he's the county executive. He comes and speaks to us usually every year for the state of the uh, county. Actually, our meeting this Wednesday. For your listeners that may be interested, the uh, superintendent of Albany City Schools, Kawita Adams, is coming this Wednesday at 6.30 to Cana via Zoom. If you're interested, you can go to our Facebook page, and the information is there. Um, So that's going to be a really good speaker because I don't know if you know this, um, Albany City Schools is, is staying remote until the 11th instead of the students going back. The 11th of January? Yes. Yes. So okay. I'm, I'm sure there's going to be some questions to be asked about that. Um, so, yeah, it's, um, but, you know, we've had a lot of different speakers over the year. Um, so it's, yeah, uh, February, we're yep. going to feature African-American History Month. Um, March, I think we're going to be looking at a conversation on COVID, inviting local officials and community leaders to talk about you know, the year since the shutdown. And then in April, we're going to talk about environmental sustainability, um, inviting some folks from the uh, uh, City of Albany Sustainability Advisory Committee. So, Now, do you find that doing Zoom, you get more people coming to your meetings than if they were physical meetings face-to-face? You know, I think it's kind of a mix. Um, I think early on, people were a little apprehensive of the use of Zoom, particularly particularly seniors. Um, but then I think people got motivated because they wanted to see their families. You know, they wanted to see their grandkids. So it, Zoom was the way to go. And I think that was one of those things that happened where people were like, well, if I can see my grandkids, I guess they can participate in a neighborhood meeting. And, you know, everybody will say, well, Zoom isn't the same as meeting in person, which I do agree with. But at the same extent, if you're good at doing Zoom, it can be as close to a real meeting as, you know, as possible. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I, I love Zoom. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, I think now, now that people are comfortable with the technology, um, we're seeing higher numbers of people attending these meetings of neighborhood associations and community organizations. 
And I think what yeah. and my personal opinion is when COVID does finally resolve and business is back to normal, I think we're going to see a major resurgence in the neighborhood movement in Albany. We're going to see a lot more people getting involved because they're going to, they're going to want to be around people. They're going to want to help people. So I'm excited about seeing that. If you were to make a guess, when do you think there will be face-to-face meetings again? Probably late fall of 2021 is the earliest, I would say. That that I think that would be a good guess. It's going to be a while. Um, yes. Yes, it is. So the... Uh, the founder of Cana. What was the reason it was founded? Sure, good question. So the the founder of Cana, Harold Rubin, he recently died at ninety three. Um, he lived in Center Square. His wife and him bought their brownstone, I think, in the sixties. And um, you know, there's a really great New York Times article I just read recently. It was from 1993, and it, it featured Harold Rubin um, about his activism in the neighborhood. So he um, he was a long-term president of the Center Square Neighborhood Association. Mm-hmm. He also was very involved in the Coalition of Code Enforcement. It was a group that was formed to really bring the city to task in the enforcement of their own codes. And it was it was a really great group because eventually they started doing a monthly, like kind of a slumlord of the month, where they wow. would feature a a absentee landlord, a real real piece of work landlord. <laughs> but the real kicker was the uh, the the violator of the year. I think they called it the violator of the year. It was the city of Albany because they wouldn't enforce their own codes. <laughs> so, so really yeah. What year was that, you know? That was in that was in the early 70s. So okay. then there was this other I think it was a not-for-profit. It was called the Neighborhood Resource Center. And the Neighborhood Resource Center was a um a hub where neighborhood residents could come to and it would help them form you know, neighborhood associations and, 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 and get involved in their community. Um, and they were really uh, instrumental in the fight against drugs in the 80s with the, don't, you know, the McGruff crime dog and stuff. Um, so the Neighborhood Resource Center kind of got together with the Coalition of Code Enforcement with Harold Rubin, and 1976, Kena was born. And Cana was designed to be a, a, a central clearinghouse for all the neighborhood associations in Albany and also was designed to encourage the creation of new ones, which it did. So there was, there was some that had existed, but then Cana came along, and then many, many neighborhood associations, a lot of them modeled, off, modeled after Cana, formed after. Mm-hmm. So Cana so. actually was born during... Corny's administration. I believe that's correct. Yes, and I, and uh, um, <laughs> uh, 
Harold Rubin, the first chair cane, I guess he had a little bit of a a tough relationship, I guess you could say, with the mayors because, you know, he wanted mm-hmm. things done and he was very forceful and he wrote a lot of letters. He made a lot of, <laughs> wrote a lot of letters to everybody, the governor, the uh, Senator Stratton. <laughs> he wrote letters all over the place. Mm-hmm. So, um, what made you decide that this is something that you want to do? Well, you know, I um, it was back in October where Howie had announced he wasn't going to serve another term, and mm-hmm. there was a nominating committee that was formed, and it was me and two others, and we met. And we started talking about the qualities of a good chair. We talked about, you know, some of the, you know, the traits that we would look for on the chair. And by the end of the meeting, it was the consensus was that Zach Simpson was a good candidate to be the chair. So I was wow. put in, I was presented, and I was um, unanimously elected to be the new chairman. The fourth the fourth chairman, the youngest, at 41 years old and the youngest chair, <laughs> which is pretty cool. So, you know, this is going to be the year for common council races and citywide races. Does Kana get involved in politics? So, again, we, um, we are nonpartisan. We don't endorse individual candidates or, 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 you know, but what we do do is we have done meet the candidate night and we've also done candidate forums in conjunction with the legal women voters of Albany County. So we've had a longstanding relationship working with the legal and co-sponsoring candidate forums with the league of women voters um, and also meet the candidate nights who will let candidates speak for a few minutes about themselves. And I am aware that there are several people running this year. Um, there are several council members that have decided to retire. So um, that is something that I'm aware of and I will be looking at as the months, <clears throat> the months ahead. So, what will your role be in the upcoming elections or the role of Kana? Definitely, again, you know, we don't endorse candidates, but we do facilitate candidates' ability to be in front of the public and talk about themselves and where they stand on issues. And through the forums and through the Meet the Candidate nights, we give people an opportunity to give candidates a good glance, you know, kick the tires a bit, and, and, and give them a real choice on who to vote for. So that's, that's important. You know, one thing I like about Zoom is you, you could just go to your computer or go to your phone and sign on and see who else is online and kind of socialize. I think that's a lot better than getting getting dressed and getting in your car and polluting the environment and, you know, meeting people in public. What do you think? Well, I know that when I was working from home for 
three months. <laughs> I did anything and everything to get out of the house for a bit. So, you know, yes, I, I, I you know, I, I hear you for some things. I think it's better just to zoom. Um, mm-hmm. You know, there's going to be opportunities where zoom will be used in the future, even when things are back to normal. Um, like my uptown cooperative group, it's five neighborhoods wide and I'm probably always going to meet via zoom for that group. Mm-hmm. It's just, um, it's just easier because you don't have to book a room. You don't have to worry about the weather. Um, actually the last uptown cooperative meeting I had, it was the, remember that big snowstorm we had recently? <laughs> that <laughs> night was, that night was my good. meeting. Yeah, that night was my meeting, and guess what? And in the normal world, that meeting would have been canceled. <laughs> right. But the mm-hmm. Zoom, I think we had twenty something people show up for the Zoom, so it was a good oh, turnout. Wow. That's, that's that's great. So, yeah. when will you be officiating your first meeting? This Wednesday at six thirty. Um, via Zoom, and as always, I'm going to stream it to YouTube and uh, Facebook. So um, you're going to involve all of the uh, neighborhood associations, right? In, in regards to what, as far as Kena? The meeting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I um. So when I send out a notice, it goes out to a lot of folks from all different neighborhoods, all different leaders of neighborhoods. So um, local officials, heads of different organizations. So I have a good net that I throw out when I, when I schedule a meeting. So I, I, I hope we'll have a good, good turnout on Wednesday. Actually, if you're around, why don't you, get, why don't you pop on by? I think that might be a good idea. I think I will. Um, so are are all the neighborhood associations they all have membership and leaders in the city of Albany? So one thing I've learned is that all of the neighborhood associations are are pretty different. Some some have a more formal structure with a president, a vice president, you know, like a recording secretary, a treasurer. Some have just like a board of directors. Mm-hmm. Some have just a president. Some have bylaws and some, I don't know if they do, <laughs> but um, yeah, neighbor, neighborhood associations, their core mission is to focus on issues that affect the quality of life of their the people in the boundaries of the neighborhood, as well as your neighboring neighborhoods. And also, you know, just uh, it, it creates a, a vehicle for information. You know, that's one thing you need to get out of a neighborhood association meeting is you need to kind of walk away saying, I'm glad I came. I, I got information that I didn't have, and I learned some things. And that's, that's what we want to do at neighborhood associations, that, and certainly what we want to do at Kano. We want people to come and learn because you never stop learning and I certainly never do. And it's, that's what I want to drive home is come learn. If you've got an issue that you want Kana to take a stance on, let us know about it, you know? And, you know, that's, 
that's being good neighbors, you know. We're all in this together. Right. So how long have you been involved in your neighborhood association? I My first neighborhood association meeting <clears throat> was in early 2017, and it was a mayoral candidate's night. It was Mayor Sheehan, uh, Frank Camisso Jr., and Carolyn McLaughlin, and it was mm-hmm. a meet the, meet the Mayor Candidates Night. I think it may have been mm-hmm. March or April of 17. Um, and then I was pretty much a neighborhood association participant until December of 17 when um, that blood plasma center was proposed for Hanover Plaza. And then the rest is history. I became vice president within a year. Then, you know, got involved mm-hmm. with Kana, and now I'm the chair of Kana. So pretty quick. Uh, <laughs> we have a couple of minutes left. Um, if anybody wants to get involved in Kana, how can they do so? So um, our email is Kana C A N A number four. Albany at gmail.com. Kana also has a Google group. So if you go to google.com and just Google Kana Albany, it'll take you to our Google website, our Kana website, which has mm-hmm. all of our uh, executive committee members, has our latest copy of the bylaws, has our Kana members list, has our vision statements, actually has a map of the different neighborhood associations that exist. Um, also, you know, we are on Facebook. We actually just hit over a thousand followers, which is really great. Um, over a yeah. thousand people are following us on Facebook. Um, so there's Facebook, um, the Kana Google Group, or, or just shoot me an email. Okay, and how could they contact you if they have an issue that they want to talk about or are concerned about? How do they reach you? Definitely the uh, the Kana for Albany at gmail dot com address. I I, I monitor okay. it very often. Okay, great. So Kana's going to keep you a lot a uh, very busy. I mean, you do a lot in, in the city of Albany. So I'm going to ask you something that I asked you once before. Do you ever yeah. sleep? <laughs> Yes, I sleep, and I sleep very well. <laughs> Five hours a night, I'm good to go. <laughs> you can get by in five uh, five hours a night? Yeah, I mean, you know, every now and again, I might take, like, a Tom Edison-style nap of, like, 10 or 15 minutes here and there, but, you know, five hours. Wow. I'm good. Wow, that's great. So uh, you've been listening to Zach Simpson who is now the new chair of Cana, um, and I'm Cynthia Pooler. This is Focus on Albany, and if you like this show, like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter, Focus on Albany. Zach, Happy New Year. Thank you for being on Focus on Albany, and thank you, everybody, for listening. Have a great Thanks, day. Cynthia. And have a great year. Thank you. You too. Happy 2021. Thank you.